I'm Hannah. And I'm Tori. And this is Wait, Wait Why. Welcome back to Wait Why. Welcome, welcome. We are here with the final episode of our five-part career series on why you should follow your dreams. Yes. But first, life updates as always. It's been quite um, a journey, our career series. Yeah, I know. It's been pretty fun. I feel like we've had a nice diverse showing and so many cool different jobs. It's been really fun talking to a lot of people too. Um, I don't know. It's just been nice to like socialize. And some of these people we've known from the past or like one of us knows them, both of us know them. So it's been nice to catch up. Um, Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Yeah, it's been nice to make new connections as well. Exactly. Yeah. but yeah, what's going on in life, Tori, before we jump in with our last career person? Um, well, I am actually recording from North Carolina in Wilmington. I came up on Friday to visit my friend for her birthday. And so we went out last night and got a nice dinner. Um, we went to this really cool restaurant in downtown Wilmington, and each table had its own balcony. That's so cool. Yeah, it was actually... It, ended up working out surprisingly well and I feel like most times when you try and plan something you know it doesn't work but we literally like were just so last minute didn't have plans we were just lounging around the house like what do you want to do today Jen um and she's like oh there's this restaurant I keep walking by it would be cute to go to and I was like all right like let's do it and we called ahead they had no reservations and so we're like, all right. And the guy was like, yeah, if you want to get a balcony outside, you have to come like the next hour. And me and Jen just looked at each other and we're like, we're like, <laughs> like 20 minutes away, like in our pajamas. We were like, okay. Well, not in our pajamas, just in loungewear, I guess. Loungewear, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we had done stuff earlier in the day. Like we weren't just completely sitting around. Um, <laughs> that would be a very boring birthday. But yeah. And so we were like, mm, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we got ready. We went over there. And luckily we got on the wait list and we were the first people on the wait list. Um, And not even like 15 minutes later, we got a call that there was a balcony opening. And when we got there, the guy was like, oh, like, I'm your new favorite guy, Um, the hostess. He was like, somebody came (laughs) over and tried to give me $500 to get them seated at the table right away. But I stayed true to my my word. And we were like, you could have taken the $500. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, that is an honest man. You're like, yeah, you should have taken the money. Yeah, I was like, honestly, where's the guy at? Like, I will take that $500. Does he come back? So you can have the table. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, but I don't know. That's cool. It worked out. I mean, it was Jen's birthday. Yeah, it worked out really well. And then we ended up getting the best balcony in the house. Um, and all, like, their wine bottles were half price. So, yeah, it was just like, okay, this is a good, good not planning experience <laughs> yeah especially because it's easter that's super nice yeah it was really fun cool um how long of a drive is it from where you are to wilmington um from south florida to wilmington it was about 10 and a half hours oh geez i was gonna say i feel like that's a long yeah drive. it was long but i stopped in jacksonville first um right that's right so i broke the drive up and i'll probably do the same on the way back I did hit traffic in South Carolina, which slowed me down quite a bit. Um, I took 95, and it's only a two-lane yeah. road, and there was a lot of stop-and-go traffic. Yeah, I feel like driving through the Carolinas is always rough. Yeah. 
But the second I hit North Carolina, it just like opened up and traffic was going again. And I was like, oh, so much better. Thank goodness. And like you're almost there too. So it's so much better. But cool. Sounds like you've been living it up. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> uh, not too, too much has been going on. Randall and I, my stepdad, Randall, and I went out to dinner last night downtown for Easter, which was nice. We got dinner and then walked the pier, like the St. Pete Pier they redid kind of recently. And it's super nice. Oh, cool. So we walked down the pier to the end and back and then um, got some ice cream at Kilwins. I haven't been to Kilwins in so long. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kilwins is amazing. It just smells so good. I got their raspberry uh, sorbet. Nice. And I don't know what Randall got. I think he got like pecan and oh, he got pecan and praline. And I was like, and then he goes, I don't really know what a praline is though. Wow, that sounds like a great decision. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like okay. I, I was like, I think it's some kind of nut. I think it's like um. Like toffee, like a praline. Oh, okay. Interesting. I yeah. honestly, I, this um, is like the strangest thing, but all I'm thinking of is, um, what's that? Candyland, the board game. They yeah. had like a praline <laughs> something on there. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, it was like a character. Wow. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like. Oh, I went, oh my God, actually, I went to Bush Gardens on Friday and Sugar Ray played live there. How do you forget this, Hannah? Sugar- How do you leave this out? I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't really forget. It just like popped in my mind again to mention it. Yeah, Friday I went to Bush Gardens um, and yeah, Sugar Ray was playing. So it was like Bush Gardens Food and Wine Festival, which is not like Disney's Food and Wine Festival. I tried not to compare it to Disney the whole time. I really tried, but the Food and Wine Festival was very... Uh, mediocre however sugar ray freaking played there and you know i love the song i just want to fly yeah. i love that song so i got to see it live like out of nowhere that's fun yeah that's a so, random that's the best when you're not expecting it right it was pretty cool and then um we checked out they have like a bar called the giraffe bar and like there's kind of a balcony and you can see like you can overlook and see like the giraffe area because bush gardens is like kind of half zoo half amusement park yeah. so you can see the drafts from the bar and it's kind of cool i mean they're not super duper close but it's still cool so that's what i got up to very exciting yeah um but i don't know feeling pretty ready to jump in with joy a business owner um up in jacksonville florida where tori just was um she opened a business called momni which is a small little boutique that has gotten a lot of business and has become quite the little place to go in Jacksonville. And recently she opened Stormy, which is a wedding boutique. So I don't know, are you guys ready to jump in? Let's do it. We are here with uh, the last of our career series and we have on Joy, the owner of Momni Boutique and Stormy, which is a wedding boutique up in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Joy. Hey, how are you? Thank you for inviting me. This is great. I'm excited. We are so good and so happy to have you. Um, it's we have we've known Joy since like the early, early, early days of Momni. So it's really exciting to see how far you've come and to be able to talk about it on here with you. So 
Do you want to just describe for our listeners, since obviously we know a lot about the boutique and all, but talk about your job and like when you decided to open your store and kind of some of those details. Tell us about yourself a little bit here too. So it goes back all the way to 2009. Um, My mom and I, we decided to start a small business and we were just writing down different names and like, you know, what should we name our business? And like mom, it's wait, mom and me, like I, we, we were doing it. So we just combined those three words and we're just going to create a new word. So that's how the word mommy um, got founded. Mm-hmm. And it I've just, always loved that. It just sounds like very luxurious <laughs> and like sounds like someone's name as well. So it worked out beautifully. And that was 2009, but we just started as an alterations business. Um, it was very small and we observed something very interesting that people were not bringing old clothes to repair or alter. People were bringing in brand new clothes. And sometimes we would see people walking in with new shop, like shopping bags and the tags were still attached to their clothing. So we noticed how they were bringing their um, new clothes in and they were willing to spend extra money to make it more faded, more tailored to their body. So I noticed how there was a market for a a boutique and offering alterations as a complimentary service. And that would be a great reason why customers would choose Momni because they they know, oh, I can go and I can get my clothes tailored in one stop. I don't have to make multiple stops and I don't have to spend extra dollars to get my clothes altered. Right. And the concept, how the branding of Momni started um, by th- writing the problems, like that I personally sh- struggled. Like, what style are people looking for? What am I looking for? What is missing in my closet? What have I, what have, mm-hmm. have I struggled? Um, just going and walking through different stores at the mall but I'm not finding the right pieces. And at that time I was working at um, a university. So I had an office job and I struggled a lot looking, you know, finding pieces that make me professional, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. finding pieces that were stylish and on trend. I did not want to wear like a pencil skirt Mm -hmm. and just a typical button down shirt every day Mm -hmm. or a trouser. So, I mean, on weekends, I would just walk through different stores, finding the right style. And at the same time, they needed to be conservative if they were stylish and up, you know, on trend. So that was my personal struggle. And if that's my struggle, I was confident that that could, that's going to be other females um, struggle as well. So this is going to be the um, style for Momni, timeless, classic and transitional pieces where they can wear to work, but if they put a blazer over, they could wear to work and take it off, then it could be like their little weekend or evening wear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started. So it was not until 2015 that I decided to fully expand as a boutique. Mm -hmm. Wow. So what did that decision from officially jumping from office job to full-time momly work. What, what was that like? Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that it was time for me to leave my office job um, because I 
I love people and I get energy through people. So I love my job, um, you know, working at a desk, but I wasn't meeting enough people and I needed to more, meet more people to empower more people. So I knew that I had to leave, um, but now I'm on my feet. So it was completely opposite. I was sitting down majority of the day, but now opening a boutique is I'm standing on my foot majority of the day, all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I knew, I knew that this was exactly what I wanted to do. And it just grew from there since day one. Yeah, that's amazing. We talked a lot about on our podcast so far, that transition between your primary job or your source of income and then what your passion is or your outside hobbies and kind of making that become your primary source of income. So it's really interesting and honestly admirable to see how you did that transition. Um, so before you got into mommy, before you started working your corporate job, what did your career um, path look like? So I actually never wanted to have an office job. I knew that I wanted to be um, just a stay-at-home mom. So this is very interesting how my dream of, you know, becoming a stay-at-home mom, just like a little homemaker, um, turned into this job. But while I was working um, with other females, that's where I really got to see um, oh, this is how other women, they're living, like day to day. They were moms. They were wives. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had kids to take care of. I got to see a single mom. I got to see um, women who were struggling with marriage. And they were trying to make their work um, work. You know, And I really needed to see that um, in order for me to be where I'm at today. Because as a business owner, it's not just about selling products, but I really wanted to create a business where mom, like a business like Momni is part of um, someone's lifestyle, someone's life. So if I didn't have that experience, that I don't think Momni would have come this far. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Sounds like that was very impressionable. Is there any like particular stick out moment that you think in your career um, that just like sticks out to you, whether it's a highlight or a low point, but something that was like a pivotal moment in your mom <laughs> uprising? Um, let's <laughs> see. I think I have to say, I know um, we just, it was the fashion show. So, oh my gosh. So, yes. I was hoping we would talk about this. So I we opened Mombi <laughs> in October of 2015. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we opened, I mean, the community was excited. Every single person that walked in, they were very appreciative about the concept, about the brand that we were carrying, uh, that we were presenting to the community. And there was high energy. People loved us. But, okay, I don't want this to die down. I don't want this to stop. Okay, so what do I need to do to continue? Okay, it has to be something big, someone that no one has done before. What is it? And okay, something that a small business could not think of. And it was a fashion show. Like, why not fashion show? We are in this fashion industry. And in our city, we don't have anything like fashion show, but not just fashion show where 
there are only three to six models and then it gets finished in like within three to five minutes, but an actual runway with like 20 to 30 models. And everyone thought I was crazy because I don't have a background in fashion. So I don't know any of the logistics, but um, so my very first employee was Mara and Mara and I, we sat down together and said, Hey, we can accomplish this. We can do this. Hey, if we can do this, then anything can happen. Anything can be possible. <laughs> so it was February, beginning of February. So only probably like, you know, a couple of months later that we decided to do it. And it was a huge announcement. And people were, I could see the reaction because when I, when we start talking, oh, we're going to have a fashion show. I see it in their face expression. Okay, you're a small business how could how good will this turn out like they didn't really it, their reaction was not positive at all and i could totally understand mm. uh-huh because we were so little back then and who actually throws a big you know real production uh-huh such as fashion show and we did it we had we sold a little bit over 150 tickets and every single customer that came to the show and I started getting messages the next day and everyone said something same over and over and over again. Joy, I want to apologize. I honestly did not think that you would throw an event like this. I thought it was going to be three to four models and the fashion show ended in like two, three minutes. I did not know this was actually going to be a whole entire production. Absolutely. I, it was such a beautiful experience for everyone who was in it and around it and part of it. Um, and what I think is super cool about your fashion show is that it's it's not high fashion. Like you're looking at these things and you can actually go buy it tomorrow. Yes. Which is the yes. coolest part. And I know you usually do like discount for the people who actually attend. It's so fun. And for people who obviously aren't in Florida who listen you do have a website and you guys do offer shipping mm-hmm. and all that, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So we'll be sure to share that at the end to make sure everyone knows Thank your website. You. Um, but yeah, Joy, I actually walked in one of the fashion shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Three years It ago was like the uh-huh. second yes. one, right? The second uh-huh. fashion show. Yeah, it was so much fun. Especially, uh, Hannah, you mentioned too that you love how the clothes are really, like you can just go ahead and buy them right there. Um, and they're really more attainable. I think it's really cool too that your models a lot of them are also so that was like our strategy as well. We didn't want to throw a fashion show with professionals. We wanted to use all of our customers, real women, um, because it's such it's a small thing, but we are empowering each other through a small event. So we started with twenty models, and they were all of our customers. <laughs> Even our hair um, stylists and makeup artists, they were all of our customers. So I didn't hire anybody. They were just, it was just a community. W- women from our community just decided, hey, let's come together and let's throw this beautiful show. And that's the best part, that these are real women. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I love that you really stand for women in a lot of ways with how you present Momni and the products that you provide. Um I mean, obviously, we just went through this huge pandemic era. I know you are open now. I've actually been mm. in, um, like, back in yes. the fall-ish, maybe. But, yeah, I know you're open, but we have to ask, how were things impacted by COVID? Um, it was a very interesting 
year. Um, I'm a very positive person. So when there is a situation, when the situation arises, like a negative, I take it very positive. So what I did with my team, I immediately called for a meeting. Okay, we are going to take this opportunity to elevate mommy. So mm. instead of making a list why this is a horrible time, we're going to start making a list why this is a great time. So we started just jotting down ideas. And we've noticed how, wait, all these ideas, they're not just for the time of pandemic. Why haven't we done this earlier? So we were doing it one by one, and we saw positive effects immediately. We saw the results. And we're like, this is not just for a pandemic. This is a keeper. And we're just going down through the list and we're like, okay, this is another keeper too. This is another keeper too. So we've generated so many creative ideas that we're using it still up to this point. And we, our sales have went up tremendously because, because we became so creative. We're adding more responsibilities mm -hmm. to our list. So now our lifestyle has changed. What are people looking for? It's the accessibility. Everyone's home. Everyone's working mm -hmm. from home. Okay, so the very first thing that we need to work on is our website. What are we not doing? What improvements we have to make? Mm -hmm. So every time we see a, like changes or updates that we need to make, we just took it into action immediately. And um, ever since pandemic, we've, it, this sounds crazy, but we were able to create a brand new photo studio for our website. And our online presence have gone up tremendously because we're working so hard towards our online um, customers. Mm -hmm. And this is great news, but we are almost ready to make an announcement for um, our warehouse. That's how much we've gotten, um, yes, with our online sales. Wow, that is so, so exciting. Go ahead. And amazing. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but didn't Stormy kind of open during the pandemic you, era? You are absolutely wrong? right. So we, this is crazy. We <laughs> signed our lease first week of March and the lockdown happened the third week of March. So two weeks later, I'm like, wow, what, what does this mean? Does this mean that I need to stop? I just had no idea. But then... I ask God for wisdom. God, if this is something that you want me to do, then show me signs through people. And it was end of March. The landlord just knocked. Um, he's like, Joy, I know you're close, but I know you're in there. I noticed you, but I just wanted to drop you this key off. You can just start, you know, going ahead and get things done before we signed the contract. I was like, so this, hmm. this is God's sign. I needed to do this. And I felt so peaceful about it because it was a time when people were not really looking for anything. It, it was a quiet time. So I could take my time renovating. I could take my time, you know, coming up with branding, the concept of this business. Mm -hmm. So now Morgan Woods is in charge of story and we just sat down um, and there was no rush. Like whenever this happens, we can make it happen. So we didn't open until end of November. 
So it was from March all the way to November that we just took our time, you know, renovating the space and remodeling and getting all of our shipments ready, you know, finalizing with our signs. Um, so yes, that happened during pandemic. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sorry. I think I've been calling it the wrong name too. It's Story. S-T-O-R-I and Mommy okay. ends it with a letter I. So we replaced the letter Y with the letter I. So it's called story. And what made you, and what made you choose Mm -hmm. the name story? So while I'm up, while, you know, working with customers every day at Momni, I, I've noticed that each woman, they all have a beautiful story. And Mm -hmm. I welcome them in, you know, I just help them, I assist them. And there is so much to learn from each woman. And I loved hearing their story. And bridal, um, working with brides and working with bridesmaids, I I just want mommy to be part of their life. And it's a a huge, it's a new Mm -hmm. chapter, a beautiful moment of their life that Hey, mommy, we want to be part of you. Like, we want to be part of your story. And what is your story? So that's how we got our name. Wow. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. It sounds like you definitely embody the true entrepreneur. Um, Every time that you have a negative or there's room for growth, you've definitely taken advantage of that. And it's been super inspirational just to hear Mm -hmm. your story so far. I know I asked earlier if there were any stickout moments, um, but what is your favorite, favorite aspect, aspect of, of my job, job is that I can never plan. Nothing goes according to how I plan for the day. And that's my favorite part of this job. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not the typical answer I was expecting, but I love that. Hannah and I were actually just talking about how this weekend I had yes. a plan. And, and I love that though. because we <laughs> don't. We really can't see the result, but it's amazing how everything just works out at the end, whether it's negative or positive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With that, though, are there any low points that you can think of or has every low point been flipped? (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say, if something doesn't turn out, it's a sign. And we, we learn by making mistakes. So even if we, even if I fail, I'm like, okay, this is a mistake, but I learned that this is not something that we should tackle. So how was I able hmm. to figure out that this yeah. is not something not to do if I didn't experience it, that it didn't actually work out for us? Yeah. So I love me make, not, I love making mistakes, but mistakes are okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. It's and a way to learn. there are times like days where, um, you know, I don't have customers or I don't have something that, you know, I need to work on, like projects I need to work on. Then what I do is I research a lot. Like I study a lot. I'm on my, in front of my computer and studying like things that people do not think of. Um, and then they will look at me like my friends was like, Joy, why are you looking into that? Like, why are you researching? It's like, because when I get there, then I'll be all ready because I'll be knowledgeable. Right. Yeah. You're prepared. Yes. You uh-huh. an example of something that so I remember when I had my office job on my weekends, like my hobby 
was to just research um, other boutiques. So I would make a list of boutiques that I personally want to visit. So I would either fly or go on road trips whenever I get a chance. Uh huh. And I would go there and just check out. Oh, okay. So this is this, this is that. Okay. I like this. So I would just take notes. Like if I were ever, you know, open my own boutique, then this, this is what I want to do. And this is what I probably don't want to do. And where do I get my clothes from? Who are some of the wholesalers that I want to work with? What are the markups? So I did all this research when I didn't even have a boutique. People that I was here, my friends just laughed all the time. Like, Joy, what, what are you doing? Like, no, when I open my boutique, I know exactly what I want to do because all my research is done. Mm-hmm. And so that was very true because when I decided to leave my job, I was able to open Mommy within 30 days. Because... Wow. I had a handbook. Wow, that's amazing. Written by Joy. (laughs) 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 So when I left my job, okay, signing the lease, I'm going to the market. Um, How much am I going to spend for my first purchase, my first buying trip? Um, What would be the markup? So I had everything. Who was I going to use for my printing shop, for the labels, for the tags? Everything was all planned out. Uh Uh-huh. So when there is downtime, when time where you just don't know what to do because of, you know, the challenges or obstacles that we're facing, then that's an opportunity where we, I just sit down. Okay. What do I, why do I need to research? What do I need to study? So that was one great example. And then another one that I recently um, um, added to all of our Momni employees was as a small business, it's not common or it's actually really hard to provide or offer offer like retirement plans, like 401k plans. And I knew that mm-hmm. I really, really wanted to do it as a small business and because it would be, you know, some a reward and an advantage for women working for a small business. So I looked into this probably about three years ago and I didn't have enough employees to start back then, but I knew that one day as, you know, I add on more full-time employees that this would be um, possible. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get ready ahead of time. So last week I just made an announcement to my employees that, and I actually sent out an official email with all the 401k starting packet. Wow. Good for you. That is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you recognize that, you know, not everything can happen right away. And that's very important because people are very focused on instant gratification in this society, but you recognize that there's a need for growth Mm -hmm. that allows for that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And especially as Hannah and I are both around, Mm -hmm. I'm 26 and Hannah will be turning 26 and we both do a lot of free work, um, freelance and consulting. So we yes. don't necessarily mm-hmm. have these healthcare options, options. Um, so definitely appreciate yeah. that. I think that's amazing for your employees. And just to give our listeners some more perspective, you've mentioned multiple times, like we know you're a small business, but how big mm-hmm. is your mom? So we are proud to say we have a full-time um, creative arts director. So she manages all of, you know, social media, um, cre- like cr- creating 
creative content for our brand. So working with a photographer and our graphic designer. So we also have our in-house um, graphic designer that we work with and we have our own photographer and that was our dream having our own photographer on standby um because it was it was a struggle for a small business to work with a freelance photographer um trying to mm. squeeze in um like once a week um photo shoot that was that was that was a struggle because we had to wait for a certain day and we also had to wait for those photos to get submitted and uploading to our website that almost that took us like two and a half and three weeks and by the time we get our photos back some of the items would be completely gone and we would not be able to use the photos so the very first thing that we wanted to do was to have like our in-house photographer and we're so excited that we do um so that's lauren and we have um our own photo studio as well. So we can t- take photos at any time, whether it rains or whether it snows, we can, you know, we all can always rely on our own photos. So that's great. Um, so we also have, and we just hired um, um, in-store um, like a stylist because we had to sh- make a shift within our position. So Lauren and Morgan um, and our graphic that they're completely, so we have like a little office area. So that they don't get distracted working with customers. Mm -hmm. So we had to make that division. People who are working in the office creating contents and then people who can focus in the shop working with the customers. Mm -hmm. And then if we we have seamstress as well, because we we still offer the alterations. So I have about 10 employees on my payroll right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Nice. That's pretty big. Amazing. Um, well, it sounds like you have a lot of exciting things coming up. It is really fun following along your journey because there's always new and exciting things. Um, I feel like you are not one to stay stagnant, which is awesome. Um, but for others listening, do you have any specific advice you might offer uh, for people who want to start their own business? Yes. Going back to the story that I shared, um, don't say a one day. One day I'll make it happen. Before we say that, start studying now. Start researching now. So when that day comes, when the opportunity comes, you can say, oh, I am ready. I have everything all researched. So all you have to do is open your little notebook and do a little check mark because you're ready. Because when the opportunity comes and if you're not ready, we're not able to take on the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. Also too, I know like, opening your store own store might seem daunting, but there's like the simple like research things you can do. Like those are yes. tangible mm-hmm. tasks that you can do right now. So that seems a little bit more obtainable and then you keep mm-hmm. working and working. So I think that's great advice. Absolutely. Um, so uh, is there anything else you want to share about either of the stores or your journey as a businesswoman? Um, just a, one thing I, whether you're a businesswoman or whether you are, you know, just working for the earth, any women to anyone, there are days where we feel like, oh, I think I got this. I think I can conquer the world. Like I can be satisfied here. You know how, like when you have those moments, 
I learned because there were moments yeah. throughout my journey, you know, while you know, operating mom, you know, like, oh, I feel so good. Wow, we accomplished this much this month or this day. Like, wow, like, I feel good. But then I realized that I needed to be humble. Because the day that I say, I feel satisfied or day I say, wow, this actually, this was a good day for me. That's the day I learned that somebody is turning their wheels, turning their, like coming up with another creative idea. And then I turn back and I'm like, wow, like she is like five steps ahead of me. So I love using the word humble. Yeah. I need to be humble, especially the days that I feel, yeah. you know, like, oh, I just, this was a success. Like this was a successful day. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think that's absolutely super relevant and great advice. Yeah, and so before we sign off here, did you want to share Instagram, Momni's website, anything? Oh, you thank want you to for this today? opportunity. So our website um, is momniboutique.com. And make sure to sign up for our email. Um, emails. If you subscribe, then you get a little welcome code. Um, you get 20% off of your first purchase. So make sure to claim that. Yes. Um, our Instagram is Momni Jacks and our Facebook is Momni Boutique. And our story website is storyweddings.com. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And we'll put all of that in the episode notes so that people can access super easily. And we're just so grateful we got to hear Thank all about this. Thank you so this much you, for this great, wonderful opportunity to share Momni's story. Yes. Absolutely. I know we've been wanting to do this interview for a while. Um, and when we had talked about the oh. career series, we're like, we need to have Joy on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So um, it's been really great. And again, we're just so excited to keep following up your journey. I think that you offer amazing advice. And hopefully a lot of our listeners will walk away with um, something that they've taken to heart. Thank you so, so much. We really appreciate it.